You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, tootie, fruity, but never snooty beauties and cutie patootie, possibly from Djibouti. This is Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. Today's show is episode 161. And of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your pro session of proactive, prolific pros, providing pros and programming about professors and prostate. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Djibouti, formerly known as, what was it? French Somaliland. Yes. Yeah. Right? Really? It, was, it came yes. up in trivia. It just came up in it, trivia it last yeah. week. It used to be known as French Somaliland, and then it was known as... Oh, Something geez, else. What was the other yeah. one? Colin's going to get it for us. That sounds so random. Fr- yeah. French Somaliland. Yeah, it was, it was originally... Uh, oh, sorry. It was it was at one time French Somaliland. Yes. Uh, then it was the French territory of the Afars and the Issas. Yes, that's right. And then after that, it became the Republic of Djibouti. Djibouti. Yeah. Oh, so the full name is Republic of Djibouti. That's right. Not mm-hmm. just Djibouti. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's true for a lot of countries. A lot of right. them are Republic of whatever. So I, I guess I should have said, oh, I'm actually myself, not originally French Somaliland, but formerly. Yes. Yeah. At Previous, one time at one was known point. as. Previously known. Yes. Yeah. Came up in trivia and we got it wrong. Yeah. We guessed Central African Republic yeah, because it sounded it administrative just... in 70s. Like, oh, something that changed the name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we dive into the show, we need to do a quick, uh, this is a very happy installment of, um, actually, <laughs> which is our, our corrections and or omissions segment. So yes, two episodes ago, we were talking about comics and comic books, and I had a quiz for you guys about Marvel villains. Uh, are they real villains or are they made up villains? Mm-hmm. I would read you the name and a short description. Uh, one of the villain supergroups that I put in there was the Hell's Bells, B-E-L-L-E-S, which I had described as a, uh, a, a gang of costumed, sexy criminals with sort of demonic, uh, uniforms. And that I had said that that was fake. And that, that Hell's Bells was fake. <laughs> but as listener Chase wrote in to tell us, no, Colin, there was actually a real I, I Hell's Bells. I could not believe. I, yeah, I believe it. I, to- I, I believe so it. Good. I yeah. believe it. And in fact, you know, I, I, as, I was, as I was doing the quiz, I was like, huh, Hell's Bells. Maybe I should have uh, fact-checked that one a little bit better. So yes, indeed. In Marvel Comics, uh, in the pages of X Factor, there was a, a female mutant terrorist group it, oh, wow. called Hell's Bells, huh. B-E-L-L-E-S. Mm-hmm. So, so technically, the one I gave you was fake. Yeah, because sure. it's demonic. Yeah. And, so I'll, I will yeah. retroactively award all of you guys half a point credit. Uh, and well, thank you to Chase. I'm pretty sure I got that one right, but I, yeah, but go. On. I feel like yeah, 100% credit is in order, but all right. You know, the judge has spoken. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah all well, judges' decisions are final in the court. That of is um, so actually. good. I can't believe yeah. you. It, it's like Inception. It was like you. It sounded so good, and I, it was fake. It was fake. Turns out it was so good, it's also real. Well, I, I mean, I can't take too much credit. There are only so many puns in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's true. All right. So thanks for for writing in that awesome. Um, actually, Chase. Quick update, and this is something that we keep updating back in the Let There Be Light episode, which is not that long ago. There's been a lot of development with, uh, Chris, you <laughs> mentioned the walkie-talkie building in London. Keep, this keeps happening. This keeps, oh. yeah, it, it keeps, keeps coming different up. update. Yeah. So not only was this building uh, a death ray yep. maker. We had uh, downdrafts also. Downdrafts. Right? And now uh, the London walkie-talkie, thanks to Nikki Metcalf, who who, wrote, who tweeted us, has been judged in uh, the winner of UK's worst building Yay! title. I, uh, I, I can't imagine what the second prize went to. Uh, has won the annual Carbuncle Cup. <laughs> big, big C's. Big uh-huh. Carbuncle. Yeah, big C Carbuncle. Big C Cup. Uh-huh. Uh, awarded to the building judged to be UK's worst. <laughs> so congratulations. I wonder if it won on the merits of the death ray and the, the yes, or, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, okay. so death ray because it melted cars. Yep, uh, they fixed it. They yeah. fixed it, and yeah. then the wind. Come tunnel. for the death ray, stay for, for the downdraft. Down right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you may feel intense searing pain if you stand underneath this building, but just wait because when a slight breeze picks up, gale force winds <laughs> will blow all the hot away. Yeah. Yeah. They'll throw you the to the ground. <laughs> it's like a dare. Yeah. It's almost like you go and there see, it dare. melts your shoes, then it then it pushes down and it sticks you to the pavement. <laughs> 
Oh, congratulations, Walkie Talkie Building. <laughs> and let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz Hotshot. Here I have a random trivial pursuit card from uh, the 90s version. All right. You guys have your barnyard buzzers, and let's buzz in and play some trivia. Here we go. 90s. Uh, Blue Wedge. What Richard Linklater film about stoners was hyped as, quote, a movie for everybody who did inhale? <laughs> uh, Colin. Yeah. I'm going to guess Dazed and Confused. Correct. Yes. <laughs> That's a good movie. It's yeah. not going to be a scanner darkly. Or no. <laughs> I like that movie. All right. For Pink Wedge, what NBA star claimed he was misquoted in his own autobiography <laughs> titled Outrageous. I know this one. I will let someone oh. else guess. Oh, is, is this uh, Dennis Rodman? Incorrect. Oh. Oh, Owen Andre Agassi? No. That, NBA. Oh, NBA, star. NBA, oh, star. NBA. NBA. It's somebody who's known for being outspoken. Yeah. But not Dennis In the 90s, Rodman. Yeah. In the NBA. Shaquille O'Neal? Being Mm-mm. outspoken. Yeah. Colin. Well, let me officially guess here oh, in case yeah. I'm wrong. I think it's Charles Barkley. It is Charles oh, Barkley. Uh, that's, misquoted that's misquoted in his own autobiography. an opportunity with, like, bark is worse than his bite or something like that. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. Yellow Wedge. What was the first nation to entirely dismantle its nuclear arsenal? Oh, hmm. the first nation to completely dismantle. Hmm. Let's see here. 90s? Yep, yep. USSR? Yep. Incorrect. No, no. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, Chris? Canada. Incorrect. It's oh. not a bad guess. I mean, it's none of the current powers, Japan. right? They all still... Oh, that's... No, no, we would... I don't... But no, no, no they, they were never... No, we weren't... Yeah, they didn't have yeah. an army, yeah. Right. All right, time's running uh, out. Uh, right. No, we don't know. We don't know. South Africa. Ah. Interesting. South Africa. Hmm. Oh, another geography one. Purple Wedge, what Asian capital was buzzed to host the first Starbucks outside the United States? Colin. That's Tokyo. Correct. Yeah. Uh Tokyo, Japan. Oh, (laughs) oh, okay. Tokyo, Japan. That, Tokyo. Got it. Green Wedge. What Aussie rock star persona did Garth Brooks adopt for a 1999 album? Colin. I believe that is Chris Gaines. Yes, it is Chris Gaines. And I did not know he was supposed to be Australian. I I had forgotten that part. Why? Why do you need to have the two layers there? Like Keith Urban? Did he sing the songs with an Australian accent? No. He sang just different songs. Interesting. But, but he's were, like, I'm. Also, he just wanted to try on his Australian accent. <laughs> right. Just like, for show. Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. Orange Wedge. What, quote, fully functional body organ had a high bid of $5.7 million when eBay finally pulled the plug on the auction? Whoa. Fully, fully functional, functional body organ. Fully functional in quotes. Bid. Oh, in quotes. Okay. Fully functional. Uh, oh. A liver? Incorrect. Hmm. Is it John Wayne Bobbitt's penis? No. no. But that was a good, that's a good guess. <laughs> it wouldn't be fully functional. <laughs> I don't know. That's the quote. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, it depends on what function you have in mind. That is very 90s. Good job. Uh, I'll guess a kidney. It is a kidney. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, so just somebody was just auctioning like, a kidney. Like, hey, I have an extra kidney. You can have one. It's in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so somebody up. at eBay, somebody at eBay is like, we have to expressly add no body parts yeah, onto yeah. the, yeah. yeah. They shut it down. <laughs> to a growing list of things you yes. cannot put on eBay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good job, Brains. And don't forget, our Good Job Brain live show is going to happen in October. It's so soon. If you're listening to this, you better get your tickets. Yeah, because most yeah. people backlog the episode, so... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, what if, if you're listening to this in November, we're really yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Good Job Brain Live show. Man, we have uh, two tiers of tickets. Early bird completely sold out, so get your general mission now. Um, you can head on to our website and find the link there, or you can go to our bit.ly link, which is bit.ly slash GJB Live and uh, get your tickets. What day is it? October the third, which on is Saturday, a Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Whole family can yeah. come. Yep, for some family. Lovely fun. San yep. Francisco, California. At yep. the at the New People 
theater in you, Japan town. Mm-hmm. So yeah. lots of things to do. Lots of yep. lots of places to make eat. a day of it. Yeah, make, make a day of it. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds great. <laughs> Obviously, we're gonna be there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> live show. We're gonna have audience games. We're gonna have uh, trivia segments. Uh, we're gonna have swag bags for everybody. Come on down. Woo! Well, I just came back from Anaheim, and it, I thought it was hot there, but now that I'm back well, in Northern California, man, it's hot. It's even, it's even worse. It's hot. I'm not running around in a churro costume like some I people I could name. <laughs> However, yeah, search, it's still search for hot. that Disney yeah. Run churro. <laughs> I think costume. believe it's hashtag Karen, Karen Churro. Karen yeah. Churro. <laughs> I dressed up as a churro. She did yeah. for my race. It's amazing. You scented the churro. I, it was scented. <laughs> the costume was scented. Well, how else are you going to know? Is, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. if well, not about know, the details. Well, yeah. so it's like, is this a churro or poop? I've been, oh, it's no, a churro. That is exactly oh, really? why I I made sure that this thing reads and smells and experiences like a churro. It experiences. Who, who has like star shaped shoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. you know, it's like uh, a, it's like a like, running vertical brown log. <laughs> like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? All right. And yeah, like, but it looks right. like a churro. Okay, well, it really does. Paper look like a yeah, it's little, the, the, I had a little yeah. jacket, transparent paper. Yep. It's either paper. an awesome churro or someone's terrible at making a poop costume. Right. <laughs> like, but so, it's also, it's very, it's sprinkled with uh, yeah. sugar. Not real I sugar, mean, but. No, not yeah. real sugar. But real cinnamon it scent. Looked good. Yeah. But especially because I'm running the race. I'm a blur. I don't yeah. want people like, man, someone dressed up as like a turd. Right, no. right, like, right. For but a Disneyland race. Yeah. Also, you ran in that thing. Yeah, I did. And that looks right. really hot. Right, right. It was okay. It was mm-hmm. pretty fun. Yeah. But uh, I feel like it's hotter up here. Yeah. And you're not even wearing a churro costume. I know. I mean, like Colin's cats are melting. They look like, absolutely melted. They, mm-hmm. they look like they're liquefying. I periodically go over and just kind of poke them with my toe to make sure they're still breathing. <laughs> so, uh, in the spirit of Colin's melting cats, uh, I thought it'd be fitting if this week, this very hot week, uh, we talked about things that are are liquid melting into liquid. So put on your ponchos, people, because uh, people in the front row are gonna get wet. <laughs> All right, I'll kick us off today with um, some liquids, some fictional liquids, uh, to be more specific, fictional mm. beverages. Oh. So drinks that were uh, mentioned in works of literature or film or TV. So you guys have pads of paper. Oh, write down. Oh, okay. we'll do it right, right down. We'll do it right down. I tried to, I tried to pick things that everyone could possibly know because it's so specific. Like, these characters were drinking this specific brand of beverage. What brand of beverage did they make up? I'll give you, I'll give you a beverage name and maybe a few details about it. Mm -hmm. And then you write down what work of fiction it comes from. Okay. Or universe. Or universe. Yeah. Or universe as the case may be. All right. First one, butterbeer. All right. You guys are all right. <laughs> Karen's writing a lot. Let's see. Oh, Colin says Harry Potter universe. Karen says Harry Potter. Chris says Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, good course. job, Colin. Harry Potter universe. I don't need your condescension. <laughs> don't you? Okay. I'll just take the point. I'll just take the point. <laughs> How about this? Victory Gin. Oh. Whoa. Victory so this is gin. from a novel. Uh-huh. Um and it's a cheap, low-quality drink supplied by the government. Supplied by the government is maybe the biggest. Down. I wrote them oh. down before they yeah. hit. You knew the answer okay. right I just away. I want to make sure Good that job. we all, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Got it. All righty. Victory June. All right. Mm-hmm. Colin says 1984. Karen ah. says Hunger Games. Chris says 1984. Yes. Ah. 1984. See, Part of their propaganda. It doesn't taste very good, but it is Victory Gin. <laughs> all right. Maloco Plus. And, uh. No, no, I don't. I don't. I'll take the hand. Okay, so it's drunk by the protagonist to get him in the mood for a bit. A bit <laughs> oh, of the I got old it. I got it. I do now. I do now. I do now. Oh, so much. So many clues. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Clockwork orange, clockwork orange, clockwork orange. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A clockwork it means milk orange. in Russian. I, we, I was just yeah. talking about yeah. this book with a friend of mine. I remember reading this book in high school and thinking, so, you know, he's got a glossary in the back. Yeah. And it was such a oh, chore, yeah. like flipping back and forth until you memorize all of the. Uh, the <laughs> right, the, right. The, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about this laughing clown malt liquor? 
And I'll, I'll give you guys a hint. They were a prominent NASCAR sponsor in this 2006 film. Laughing Clown Malt Liquor. Oh. I think if we get within range. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin says Talladega Nights, the something something. Uh, Karen says Talladega Nights. Chris says Talladega Nights. Yep. <laughs> Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ricky Bobby. So I just put yeah. Ricky Bobby. I was like, I don't think that was the name of it. <laughs> yeah, it was clear. You clear you knew. Yeah. How about this? The Flaming Mo. <laughs> <laughs> it's several alcoholic beverages mixed together with children's cough, cough syrup. syrup. And it's set on fire before serving. Which is, I guess, the difference between this and Caesarep. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, Everyone says The Simpsons. Words we're teaching the kids. Everyone yeah. is right. All right. Alamo beer. Alamo beer. Yes. That's a big hint. And it's the favorite beer enjoyed by the characters on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this cartoon. This cartoon? Yeah. How come you guys all know? I like how I know the everybody, show. everybody's making that contact. Because I, I know the show it's from. Wait, this cartoon they drink? Oh, okay. Because I was like, kids cartoon, they don't have beer. And then... Well, Karen, you know, old grown-ups ones, watch cartoons, Karen. Exactly, which is why <laughs> I got to my answer. Everyone says King of the Hill. Yes, King of the Hill. And they're set in Texas, so Alamo beer. How about girly girl beer? This is also from a Fox show. Um, it's the lead character's favorite beer. It's the official beer of his anti-feminist club. <laughs> anti-feminist club? Mm-hmm. He's a malefactor. Wow. All right. Colin and Chris say married with children. Karen says family guy. It's married with children. Uh, family guy is a good guess. That was, that was family guy is yeah. a good guess. But that's, yeah. but that's uh, yeah, yeah. what is it? Pawtucket Patriot Ale? I believe. Yeah, I'm sure they have other other beers made in that. Factory. But it's not his favorite. Al Bundy, mm-hmm. the character we were yes. referring to there. Yes. No, yes, no yes. ma'am. Yes. The, uh, anti-feminist organization. I forget what it stands for. No ma'am. No ma'am. Oh. Okay, a couple quick ones. Blue milk. Do we even need to write this down? I mean, <laughs> can abbreviate it. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Colin says Star Trek, so he's not right. No, <laughs> but Karen and Chris got it right. They said Star Wars. I'm shocked, Colin, that well, you no, got it right. I put the little tongue out face yeah. there, yeah. Face, indicating sarcasm. How about Slurm? Yay! <laughs> a highly addictive soft drink. Milk comes from a cow's behind. <laughs> Honey comes from a bee's behind. <laughs> I can quote that whole episode. Everyone says Futurama. Futurama, yeah. yes. Slurms, Karen could. Slurms McKenzie. Slurms McKenzie. Potty. Yeah. Right. How about this? Frobscottle. This is from a Roald Dahl book. It tastes of vanilla and it makes you whiz pop. Maybe whiz pop is a hint. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Colin says. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Karen says Willy Wonka. Chris says the BFG. It's the BFG. Oh, <laughs> the BFG. wow. Good job. Uh, oh, man. Whiz popping is farting. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, um, the bubbles uh, in, what was it called? In, in, the, uh, in Frob Scottle. Frob Scottle. yeah. <laughs> the bubbles go down. So mm-hmm. instead of making you burp, they make you fart. Make which you they whiz call whiz popping. <laughs> yeah. And it's the funnest. I was really into it's that word funnest. when I was like in fourth grade or something anyway how about this old dusseldorf this uh this was a pr- private detective's favorite beer and it was kept in his mini fridge from this is the 80s tv oh, show oh. an 80s private detective oh everybody's making a face you guys were all alive then it's true i'll give you another hint i bet all of your moms watched this show i bet they did all of our like, moms watching yeah, the show? Yeah, because they're, they're, the guy's hot? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not your mom. Could be. 80s private detective. I mean. Oh. Oh. Is, can, I got it. Oh. Okay. Colin says yeah, Moonlighting. Yeah. Karen says Magnum P.I. Chris says Moonlighting. 
Magnum P.I. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, of course. Those, those shorts, that mustache. Yeah. yeah, I had already written it down. I was just like running through my mind. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, Magnum yeah. P.I. As soon mm-hmm. as I saw it, Karen, yeah. How about Shots Beer? Oh, why does that sound Shots so... Shots with a Z at the end. Oh Do you guys my... want a hint? Uh, yeah, uh, I no, mean, no. no, no okay, but... Colin says uh, no. Hints are, hints are, now we've been, we've been given hints, so that's fine. Okay, yeah, what's the hint? Um, it sounds so familiar. The title characters were employed there. Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Everyone says Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. Dun, 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 dun. Shots beer. So this is the last one. All right. Uh, Vitamina Vegemin. It's a beverage that contains vitamins, meat, vegetables, <laughs> and minerals. Oh yeah. And also alcohol. It also contains alcohol. A high amount of alcohol. What? I don't know, I'm guessing. Colin says, I love Lucy. Karen says, Hitchhikers. And uh, Chris says, 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. It is, I, I love, love Lucy. Lucy. Wow. Yep. But all of yep. our guesses. <laughs> yeah. I, I, had heard it, I had heard it before, but it's like I never like seen the episode. So This is a like... great episode of I Love Lucy. Yeah. So like she's doing, she's she's pitching for it. And she's having to do repeated takes. And she's getting drunker and drunker <laughs> yeah. as she's doing the pitch. And it, I mean, it's just a masterpiece of physical comedy yeah. on Lucille Ball's part. Yeah. It's a tongue twister <laughs> to start with when you're sober. <laughs> and then, yeah. Nice. Now I'm thirsty. Good job, you guys. So I started thinking about liquids, which is a large category of mm-hmm. uh, of matter, quite frankly. Trying to think of some, what am I going to talk about? And I started thinking about honey, because of course we talked about honey on the show before. Yeah, I think we had lots a, of cool honey facts. A, a great slam dunk with our uh, segment about uh, bees. birds or bees, excuse birds, bees, birds <laughs> and bees. Bees would be good for this episode. Yeah. Um, bees eating M and M's and then producing blue honey and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. it got me thinking. This must be, like, going out and getting honey out of beehives must be a very old human activity, right? Yeah. Like, this must mm-hmm. go back a long way. Yeah, yeah. It turns out that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, in fact, there is a, there's a cave painting that oh, was done wow. in Spain, or is not, yeah. was not Spain at the time. <laughs> sure. It was just cave. Land. That's yeah. proto-Spain. That yeah. 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 Uh, what is now known uh, in your Earth language as Valencia, Spain. Oh, um, that very clearly depicts someone climbing up a tree and reaching their hand into a nest mm. to to get honey and honey, or 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 it's somebody playing high lie. I think it's <laughs> I think it's somebody with their hand in a bee's nest. This cave painting could be because, of course, it's very difficult to date these things. Could be up to eight thousand years old. Wow! So wow. we're talking millennia, millennia of people going and getting uh, honey. And so over the millennia, this evolved from roughly speaking, let's go out and find a beehive. To what if we were to create holes in trees where the bees might go yeah. and make a hive that like really inviting, you know, for mm-hmm. rent areas in trees that the bees would be attracted to so that we don't have to go looking. We can just go check the holes we made and maybe uh, there's a beehive. From hunting to farming. From hunting basically. to sort of like rolling the dice farming to okay. finally, well, you know, rolling yeah, the dice know, farming. to finally like creating, to <laughs> like building the beehives and putting yeah. the bees in there yeah. and making sure that they'd stay in there. Right. Yeah. Um, so honey hunting, here's the part where it just gets crazy. <laughs> there is a family of birds and they have the family name Indicatoridae. Ah. Which what? It the their common name of these birds is the honey guide. It shows indicates Aww. where the honey is. Right. Oh. One word. Oh, like honey, in- the honey indicate. guide. Indicatoridae. <laughs> yes. Chief among these birds yeah. is family birds is the the greater honey guide, <laughs> um, who has the amazing Latin name of indicator indicator. <laughs> That's his Latin name. Honey guide birds are one of the few birds out there that eat wax. Oh, oh not wow. honey. They don't want the honey. They don't want honey at all. They, they're interested in eating like wax or like wax worms huh. or like, I mean, they huh. eat insects. And stuff so, like that, so like will, the, the, the walls nutrients. of the honeycomb as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Huh. yeah. Um, and there's lots of beeswax, bee, beeswax, beeswax. The bees are careful to not let the honey guide birds into their nest because yeah. it is Made of none of their beeswax. Oh, okay. I was waiting. I was yeah. waiting for it. Thank you. Yeah. I was waiting for it. Waiting, it blindsided me. Waiting 161 episodes. Yeah. That totally blindsided me. I did not see that dad joke coming. And, you know, and yeah. in my head, as you were talking, I was like, 
was like, why do they say none of your beeswax? Is it because it sounds like business? And then you said it, and I was like, oh my god. Yep. Uh, so, so anyway, the honey guides cannot actually get in there. They will get like probably stung to death trying to oh, trying to go in. Oh, oh. So the honey guide birds over the millennia developed uh, a fantastic, fascinating evolutionary behavior. They will go and they will. Find a human being, and they will be like, "Hey, hey, hey!" In a certain <laughs> manner, like, "Follow me!" And look at me! Fly, look at me! They will fly conspicuously, or like, you know, make yeah, themselves yeah. very conspicuous. They go from like tree to tree, <laughs> or flying to get the human wow. to follow them. And the no. humans learn, oh, these birds will lead us to honey. They That's train great. the humans wow. to follow. That's great. And they will, and they will do certain calls and things like that to try to get their attention. And so they get the attention of a human. And so, of course, you know, the tribes and things like that are listening for these certain, you know, bird calls. So, um, this is actually, it is still practiced today by societies like the Hadza, which are people who live in, uh, Tanzania. Mm-hmm. And they follow after the birds, and the birds lead them to the hive. Then once they get to the hive, um, mm-hmm. the the humans smoke out the bees. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. because how- you smoke mm-hmm. to uh, dull the bee- the bees will not like. They'll still sting you, like some of them will, but, but mostly like they'll be lulled yeah. into a torpor. You know, yeah. they will not. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. Then they reach in and they, and they, they probably get stung some, you know, but they reach in and they pull out the honeycomb, uh, and, and they basically take it all out of the hive, thus pretty much like killing the hive at that point. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and that's something the honey guide, you know, wow. could not do. And so now the honey guide can potentially go in and get the scraps that the humans leave over, but the humans get the honey, the bees, you know, the birds get what they want. It's like it. his finder's fee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now, what's really interesting is they're still doing research into the human and honey guide relationship, and there are some, like, disputes. So I found, like, a segment of an old, like, a National Geographic-type TV show that purports to show honey guides leading other animals. In this case, the honey badger. Leading a honey badger to the hive. The honey badger gets the thing. (laughs) But then some people say this is not true or that they have not observed this. They've only seen this uh, this relationship with humans. Interesting. Um, Additionally, early writing about this old tradition kind of romanticized it maybe a little bit because it would say, oh... The, the humans make sure to leave one piece of the honeycomb behind for the honey <laughs> guide bird. Uh, yeah, no, or, and if they did not do that, then the next time the honey guide would lead them into a lion's den <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> hit, hit a snakes or whatever, right? So you always have to make sure to do oh this. Right. Um, it's a leprechaun bird. Oh, but okay. more recent anthropological recent, like recent, like 2014, like recent, shows mm-hmm. that at least today, uh, the Hadza will often uh, eat all the honeycomb and then take, they take whatever they did not eat and they actually burn it. And, uh, there's a video of somebody asking, so why are you doing this? He goes, well, I mean, if the bird were to eat it, uh, the bird would get full and then wouldn't guide me to any more nests. Oh, <laughs> so we're stringing the honey guide along, <laughs> yeah. um, to keep him, uh, hungry. So he'll wow. lead me to more honey. This is like being mischievous on both sides. Yeah. There like, is manipulation on both sides of this yeah. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it is an uneasy yeah. partnership. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, the, the bird and the people are like, come on, we all knew what this is. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, and to make you feel a little bit better about this, I want to stress that the, the honey guide, so we know what the honey guide, you know, how he interacts with humans. Yeah. Sounds like a cool guy. No. Yeah. The honey guide like a jerk. is an a-hole. Is at, he is. Yeah, I bet. The honey guide is an a-hole bird. Now, careful listeners of Good Job Brain know about a-hole birds. Yes. Like the cuckoo. Yes, specific mm-hmm. a-hole birds. Yes. So, I mean, you, you discussed on an earlier show the cuckoo is what is called a, a brood parasite. Mm. Yeah. And that what that means is that the cuckoo does not raise its own eggs. The cuckoo goes around to other birds' nests and deposits the eggs in the other nests. So... The the honey guide also does this. Oh the honey my guide God. is also a brood parasite. It's a crafty bird. So the honey guide does not take care of its own children. It, it doesn't even build its own nest because yeah. it finds a nest full of eggs of another bird yeah. and deposits its own babies in there and then beats it. And then the other birds are tricked into thinking that the honey guide is one of their children. Right. Yeah. Man. Pragmatic. It, however, the, the honey guide <laughs> is the primo a-hole of all a-hole birds. Because the first thing a honey guide bird usually does when it hits up somebody else's nest yeah. is it checks to see if there's any other honey guide eggs in the nest. So if another honey guide has already been there Pulled and the laid same an egg, scam, pulled yeah. the same thing, 
No, it punctures the <laughs> egg with its beak. Oh my it god! Pops it a it. hole in it to, to well, try sure. to kill it. Yeah. Um. Then, if there's other eggs from the actual birds that built that nest, it will also puncture them too. But it goes, it goes for the, it knows the honey guide eggs gets those first because <laughs> it needs to kill off any potential other honey guides who will compete with it for the the it's bees a, yeah. nests <laughs> that it's going after. So it kills its own. Oh my god! Oh yeah. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, let's say, for example, that this this attack did not work or didn't puncture all the eggs and and the other uh, chicks are born. Well, the honey guide egg that's been left in this nest usually is born first. Uh-huh. Um, all birds, well, most most birds, let's say, just I'm yeah. just I don't know if it's most birds. I'm just sure, gonna sure. you know CYA here. Yeah, um, okay. Birds are born blind, naked, and. Basically helpless. Vulnerable. Yeah, totally vulnerable. If you've ever seen a baby chick that's just been born, it yeah. is yeah. gross. It's a little <laughs> alien. And it's blind. It can't do anything. It fly. Honey guides, when they are born, they are born with uh, a tiny, working, razor-sharp needle beak. <laughs> and they sit there and wait. And as their little foster siblings are born as as soon as they hatch out of the egg the baby honey the blind flightless baby honey guide goes over and brutally murders them he grabs them he bites them to death he'll shake them around in his in his jaws until they're dead one by one kills all the other babies so the parents come back all the babies are dead except for their fake baby who yeah. killed them all. He's like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Fine. They I'm were like that when I yeah. got here. Also, apparently the honey guides are generally bigger yep. or certainly like want more food. Yeah, they yeah. want more food than the babies that are in there anyway. So now these poor parents are like working overtime to feed this not their baby because <laughs> oh. it gets Giant, huge yeah. right, for like a month. Until he finally leaves the nest. Uh, at least he doesn't murder but them, too. Well, we don't know he just, yet. You know what? He does not murder them. <laughs> That's a silver, silver lining. Yep. But just day one, stone cold killer right out of wow. the egg. Yeah. Just, just killing Man. It's like a all the babies. tragedy. Honey guy. Oh, my goodness. What a, a crafty bird. bird. And then they go crafty. find their friends, crafty. the humans. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. makes the human. Air quote, friends. Friends. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Note to other birds: We do not condone this behavior. Right? No. I feel like we need to give like little virtual awards, like good job brain awards to like these uh, MVPs. This is like uh, <laughs> most a hole man. <laughs> wow. Well, Chris, please uh, keep us informed. You are officially on the honey and bee beat. Yeah. Good yeah. job, brain. Yeah. If anything yeah. else pops up, it's I'll official. Let you know. You're yeah. the head yeah. of the office there. <laughs> awesome. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've got a quiz for you guys, a liquids grab bag quiz with a science-y bent to it. Oh, I hope you it. talk about pee because I didn't research about pee. Uh, I did not talk about pee. Uh, <laughs> I did not talk about pee. That is a liquid. You're right. Pee is a liquid. Science. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, other angles of science and <laughs> physics. <laughs> and sure. yes, this is the non-pee related science liquids quiz. Okay. Grab your buzzards. Copyright. Yeah. Yes, copyright. <laughs> First in an occasional series. <laughs> All of these questions will be in some way, shape, or form about liquids. So here we go. Let's start off with one that may make you think a little bit. (laughs) What is the difference, scientifically speaking, what is the difference between a fluid and a liquid? Now, we use these interchangeably in colloquial speech, but they are, technically speaking, not the same thing. Karen. Things in liquid form and things in gas form are both 
fluids. You are correct. I, I, yes, it's a little, oh, even, it's a little more yeah, expensive than that even. Yeah. Yes, a fluid is just the umbrella term for all substances which can flow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything oh, that can wow. flow. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the word fluid comes from fluere, Latin to flow. So basically, could you pump it through a pipe? <laughs> is Could you pump it through a hose? <laughs> so it includes sure. liquids like water about- ju- and it also includes gases and plasmas. So here's here's the definition. Here's the oh. what? Well, you can put cake, cake through a tube. No, but you couldn't pump a hose full of cake. No. <laughs> you would have to put cake, cake does in not water. Find its own level. <laughs> let me let me give you a more technical uh, definition sure. here, as opposed to could you pump it through a hose? <laughs> yeah, that's my I, that's my working uh, definition. Sounds yeah. like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the the basically a fluid is something that will flow, meaning it gives way to sheer force. And another way to think about it is it's something that'll take on the shape of its container. It is a substance that will sure. take on the shape of its container. So air, gas, it'll expand to fill the room. You put a liquid in a bowl, it'll take on the shape. Those are all fluids. Mm-hmm. Liquids are subset of fluids that can create their own surface. Mm-hmm. They are generally oh, incompressible, sure. so I can compress gas, yeah. but you can't really compress Press water. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. And most importantly, they can get things wet. I mean, it sounds really, it sounds okay. silly to say it, but a liquid yeah. has a wetting thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. whereas a gas, <laughs> yeah, a wetting and, property. And also, and, and to prevent it, I'm actually, you can compress anything. Yes, yes. They <laughs> you are, can compress anything you want. They are very, very difficult. <laughs> right, yes. right, right. Yes, so all liquids are fluids, but not all fluids are liquids. Okay. Now I'll put cake in a tube. Yeah. I feel like cake can do a lot of those things. It might be a semi-solid. Yeah. Well, because it's full of air. This yeah. is this, no. Yeah. A cake would not take on the shape if of its was, container. If I put a cake yeah. in a box, it's not going to expand to fill the box. If we could figure out a way to get Children of America <laughs> to suck cake through a garden hose, would, it into a we box would make it millions of dollars. What hose, the, hose cake. Press it into a box. Hose cake. It's like gogurt, you know, yeah. but it's cake. Extrude mm. it. Take those Play-Doh things where you like yeah. squeeze the cake and it becomes noodles. Well, that's yeah. a good point, though, Dan. It's not. It's not. Could you fit it into a box? It's left on its yeah. own. Yes, you could squeeze cake into a box. Yeah. But if I put a piece of cake in a box, it's not going to expand it's, and fill the box. Yes. Right. Okay. Where if I fill it with oxygen or water. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> when solid water, I like to call it ice. When Ooh. solid water passes directly to the oh, gas all right, Martha phase, uh-huh. you know, we'll call it steam, without going through the liquid phase, this yeah. process is known as... Karen was the only one ready to buzz in. Karen. What? No, we all buzz Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Sublimation. 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 Passing. You can go... Uh, it doesn't have to be water. If it's just anything that goes from a solid, passes through without being liquid at it's any like point. like freeze-dried food. Freeze-dried food is our... Probably the, the best known use in our world of sublimation. Yes. True or false? What Maybe. we perceive as solid glass mm-hmm. is actually an extremely slow-moving liquid. <laughs> True. This is false. <gasps> oh, but they talk about how patently false. But <laughs> you will see this fact oh, yeah? cited yeah? a lot. I have heard that before. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have heard that before. I was taught that one as a kid. Like, and yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the trivia the before glass. you knew me. Yeah. yeah, old glass on windows. Like, yeah. the bottom is always yeah. a little bit thicker right. than the top. Right, right, right. That's right. And that's really, that's nothing more than just an artifact of the glass making process uh, in years gone by. Really? That's right. So that, that's that is the evidence. The evidence for this has always been well, if you look at windows in buildings that are hundreds of years old, yeah. why do you think they're fatter on the bottom? Or because why do you think it's ripply? Because that's just how they made the glass. <gasps> You know, it came that way. Right. It came that way. It was made that way. You know, and a lot of people in the past have pointed to, well, you know, glass doesn't have a traditional crystalline structure when it cools. And mm. this is true. Like liquid glass, as it solidifies, it, it is unlike other materials, but it does become solid. You can't pump it through a hose. <laughs> I like that. That's our... Uh, but this one, yeah, if this one comes up, feel free to um actually somebody. This wow. one, you, you may get asked this one at pub quiz and be prepared to fight for this one. Glass, glass is not a liquid. <laughs> I hope it doesn't come yeah. up. Yeah. Be prepared. Oh, man. Yeah. How bad do you want that point? <laughs> <laughs> By weight, which of the following has the highest percentage of liquid? Ooh. Mostly water. Okay. All right. These are all common fruits and vegetables here. Oh. So what, you tell me which one has by weight the by highest weight. percentage of water. Okay. okay. Broccoli, 
grapes, oranges, tomatoes, or watermelons? Karen. Grapes. It is not grapes. In fact, grapes has the least out of all of these on this list. See, I'm thinking of one grape. Well, it's 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 percentage. Well, it's percentage. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Whatever amount you have. Yeah. Chris. Tomatoes. It is tomatoes. Uh Yes. Tomatoes by weight, 94% water. Yeah. Watermelon is... Only uh, 92%. So it's not far below. Yeah. By weight, tomatoes have more water than watermelon. They do. They do. And it makes sense if you think about it because the rind. It's so thin. The rind is so heavy on a watermelon. um, Uh, On on a tomato. On a tomato. It's like a skin. So thin. Yeah. You wouldn't call it a rind. For for a little baseline here, uh, iceberg lettuce, uh, 96% water by weight. Yeah. Yeah. Crunchy water. Crunchy water. Is that Makes what they me call like lettuce? it more. Yeah, crunchy water. That's, you never no. call lettuce no. crunchy water. My not, sister no, always not. called that That's growing up. Water. Yeah, this is yeah. It could be a good marketing campaign. Yeah. What What are the only two chemical elements that are liquid at standard temperature and oh. pressure? Oh, this is a good one to know. Yes. Well, okay. Chris, mercury. Mercury is one. Um, and the other... I would also have accepted quicksilver. Oh, sure. Yes, because okay. you're a million years old. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, <laughs> this is a good one to know. And I, uh, Karen, iodine, not iodine. You're so close. Oh, you're very close. Oh, really? It's in the same oh. family. It's what? Bromine. Oh, bromine. Bromine is it is. Really? It's very close to iodine and chlorine. It's it's reddish brownish. Oh, but what's iodine's okay. natural like powder or something like solid? Solid. Right. Okay. Right. Solid. So here's here's a mnemonic for you guys, how we can remember these two, all um, right? If you're a Marvel Comics fan, you know that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are siblings, okay? Uh-huh. So you're just thinking, you're asking the Scarlet Witch, like, uh-huh. is Quicksilver your, your brother? Yeah, he's my right. bro. He's bro mine. Bro mine. <laughs> wow. So bromine so, well, and mercury. And so what's the mnemonic we can use to remember this? <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a Marvel Comics nerd. Uh, apparently, Or recruit yeah. one to your team. Or you right. can just... Memorize that there are two things. What about um, like a you know like a, a a bro who is a merman, <laughs> and so he lives in liquid, and so he's merbro, and that's how and he likes silver things. Yeah, and he likes yeah, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. He wants to be part of your world. Sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. But he's part of the liquid world. He drives but he wants a Toyota. To be part of the solid world. <laughs> oh Not helping. I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> Instead of a merch. You know what? Oh yeah. God. Everyone, everyone can come up with his or her own mnemonic. <laughs> right, uh, right, right. Whatever, whatever works for you. Sure. All right, last one, last one. Here we go. This is still uh, hot, little, still hot, still hot in here. A okay. little bit of a brain teaser for you guys here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's say you have a tanker truck meant to carry water. I do. Giant tanker truck. It's empty. You need to fill it up with water. Oh. All right. Now you've got a hose. Sure. Tell me. This seems like a terrible idea. Does it use more energy to run the hose up to the top of the tank and fill it from the top? Or does it use more energy to run the hose to the bottom of the tank and fill it from the bottom? Does it use more water? More energy, energy to pump the hose up to the top of the truck and fill it from the top? Mm-hmm. Or more energy to just connect the hose to the bottom and just fill it straight from the bottom? Okay, all right. Rest? I think I have a... I mean, I have a... And uh, please, sure. be prepared a, to defend a, your answer. I have a pseudoscientific... All right, Chris. Okay, okay, okay. Please. So if you, were to, if you were to put it into the bottom of the truck and fill it from the bottom... You're putting the water in at the bottom, which means that not only do you have to put the water, you have to use the energy to put the water in, but you have to use the energy to force all the other water up because it has to put it underneath the water and thus push the water up. So you've got to pump harder to get the water in there to also displace the other water as you're putting it in. But if you were to fill it up from the top, you're just dropping it in, gravity takes it down, it just fills right up. So it would seem to me as if filling it from the top would be the most efficient way of putting the water in. So... I I think this is a trick question. I think that's that's what Okay. I would think. So I'm going to go the with Joe filling Wags from answer. the Yeah, from the top. Uh sorry. So filling I, from the bottom is filling from the bottom. And I think it's something about displacing the air and pushing the air out. I don't know. Okay. Then is the tiebreaker here. So I'll say 
was like, oh, the energy to get to the top of the hose, like to travel up the hose. Like maybe that's more, except it's in a small, I'll say uses more energy from the bottom. Okay. I think we all, what Chris said. I guess. So Chris and Dana say uses <laughs> yeah. more energy from the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with the reasoning being you've got to lift up all the water. Sure. Karen says more energy. To fill from the from the top, top, just to be contrary. Yes. Okay. okay. All, right. Okay. All, right. <laughs> All right. I think that's yeah. uh, it. Karen, you are correct. Yes. Uh, okay. Just for being contrary. Uh, yeah. You said it was a trick question. I didn't say it was a trick question. Oh, no. You said it was a trick brain question. Oh, brain teaser. You said it was a trick question. Most people, their instinct there is well, yeah. If you fill it from the bottom, it's got to push up all that other sure. water. So t- you know, let gravity do your work is that for not you. How water works? That is not how it works. So let's start. Let, I'll explain why the other answer isn't. So if you're filling it from the top, mm. every bit of water that you put in the tank, you've got to force up the height of the tanker oh, into the hose. Oh. Every little bit has to have be every little bit has to have the energy to push it up the hose and into the top of the tank before okay, it gets in there. Okay. Whereas if you fill it from the bottom, when you're filling from the bottom of the tank, you only need enough force to displace the column of water directly above the opening. So it's just however wide, however wide your the the circumference, uh-huh. however wide the diameter of your tube is, that's how much you have to displace. So when it's virtually empty, you don't displace any. So it actually uses more energy to fill it from the top, less energy to fill it from the bottom. Huh. I did say the hose thing. Yeah, I was wrong for the wrong reasons. <laughs> like, like the first time I heard that one, I had the exact same answer and the exact like, same reasoning. Huh. Yeah. Maybe the cake through the hose would yeah. be faster. Right, right, right. Yeah, because you have what this. What about we have to fill the tanker with cake? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> cake is heavier than water. It's, I think you have to displace more than just that. Yeah, much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, when we find a, you know, the tanker truck. The cake The tanker truck. The cake truck. It's a cake tanker. You know, a tanker. <laughs> All right. Well, well done, guys. Rolling it down the old highway. All right. right, Let's take a quick break. A word from our sponsor. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. You're listening to Good Job Brain. Smooth puzzles, smart trivia, Good Job Brain. So this episode is about liquids, and I'm going to talk about a a beverage, so a drinkable liquid. And what do you think the following cities have in common? Mm. Mm. Shanghai, Mm. London. Chicago, New York City, and Seoul. What do you think those five cities have in common? With a drinkable beverage? What, uh, related to a drinkable beverage. I'm, I have, I have a, I'm gonna guess like those are the top like beer drinking cities in the world. Oh, I was oh. gonna say, I was gonna say uh, Coca-Cola drinking cities in the world. Mm, I don't know. I figure like Atlanta would be in there. Mm. Yeah, well they, well yeah, true. Or other southern yeah. cities. The south. Yeah, yeah. The south. I'm not sure. Pass. In order, uh, Seoul, New York City, Shanghai, London, and Chicago have the most number of Starbucks locations. Uh, <laughs> Seattle uh-huh. is not even top five. <laughs> no. It's not that big of a city. It's not that big of a city. And also, there's like a lot of other coffee places. Yeah. They, they so, like that. Yeah. Seoul, 284 stores. Oh. Uh, this is as man. of, as of recently. 
you okay. know, I, next week maybe they have more stories. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but Seoul right now uh, it has more stores than New York City. Has seven more stores than New York City. Wow. Okay. Um, and that's a lot. So 284 stores in Seoul in South Korea versus what you would think huh. has a lot of Starbucks stores, which is Seattle, uh, 142. So I'm going to mm. talk about a little bit uh, about Starbucks, which we talk a lot about in ter- you know in passing. We talk about the logo. Which is the the mermaid? The sorry, the Melusine, Melusine. Yeah. who's a, a a siren, has the split tail. Um, we talked about how that animal might breed um, theoretically <laughs> before. <laughs> not we, I'm not strictly speaking this. about Starbucks, but <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yes, 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 we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I I did not know this, but we record here in Berkeley most mm-hmm. of the time, and Starbucks, the the history of Starbucks. Is very dependent on another coffee chain or a coffee store, and that is Pete's. Yeah. Oh. And I had no idea that the Pete's here, uh, the one that I've gone to, is the first Pete's oh, really? yeah. of the world. Yeah. Which one is that? The one, the over one on, on Vine, Vine, on Vine. Huh. in North Berkeley. Huh. Pete started by Alfred Pete, uh, who is uh, born in Holland. So this is around in the 1960s, 1970s. That before then, there was no such thing as gourmet coffee. Or coffee, coffee mm-hmm. was like instant. It mm-hmm. was crystals. Like it was kind of everybody was just okay drinking mm-hmm. bad coffee yeah. or what we think now is bad coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, until Alfred P was like, Oh, wow. This, when he, <laughs> when he came to America, he's like, Wow, this coffee is really crappy. <laughs> not, good. Yeah. not good. So, so he, uh, from what he learned, uh, from Europe and, and started his store, Pete's, which, t- you know, educated, also provided the public with this is what coffee should be like ah. we have the beans we roast the beans we grind the beans and we you know the yeah. whole process and before this it was huh. not a thing yeah. right right, coffee right. Was yeah. not a thing and so uh starbucks the founders of starbucks saw this and was like you know what this is the right way for coffee no mm-hmm. more you know yeah. we should Boutique-y. have we should have the beans that we roast in-house and we grind the beans and we serve coffee there. Not, you know, everything is kind of more, more boutique mm-hmm. more handmade. Had they started Starbucks processed. by that point? Uh, no, it was because they were, they're inspired, inspired by, by gotcha. Pete's. Uh, and so first Starbucks opened in 1971. They weren't selling drinks. They were just selling machinery and equipment hmm. to do such things. Oh. So 10 years later, a man called Howard Schultz was hired as the director of retail operations. And he came to the conclusion, like, guys, you know what? We would probably make more money selling the drinks instead of selling the equipment or the beans huh. for people to to do this at home or to do for other stores. And so he couldn't convince the original Starbucks owners that this idea is right or mm. that this is something to pursue. So he left and he started his own chain of coffee bars. And this is in 1986. The next year the owners of the original Starbucks sold that business uh, to Howard Schultz. And huh. so now he has the Starbucks name. Right. Oh, he okay. now changed all of his, his coffee bars to Starbucks. And now Starbucks became the store that sold beverages. Yeah. Mm. Regardless of how you feel about Starbucks, Starbucks, it's, it's very, uh, very smart business moves. What, what Starbucks continued to do sells food it sells mm. alcohol now i believe the brooklyn oh really yeah so the brooklyn starbucks is now doing like starbucks evening uh <laughs> where they have starbucks they, after dark where yeah. they have a wine tasting the drink frappuccino frappuccino was not starbucks it was a coffee <clears throat> chain called coffee connection in boston or in the oh. in massachusetts where they had the name frappuccino they sold ice blended drinks mm. that they call that they got acquired by Starbucks, yep. and Starbucks got the name Frappuccino. Genius is also convincing the public that, like, coffee is no longer a morning drink. Coffee mm-hmm. is an all-day drink yeah. in different forms. You might go to Starbucks, and you might see that they sell bottle- bottled water. They own that company. Ethos yeah. Water, they acquired that company. Um, Starbucks has their own music production house mm-hmm. uh, where they... I think they did a, a collaboration with like Pavarotti or with like opera. Mm. And so now they also, well, they acquired, it was a San Francisco music production house called, I think, Hear Me. Mm. Um, Hear Music. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's about controlling two. the experience. Yes, it's about exactly. controlling it. And yeah. here's the fun part. Um, I bought a CD at Starbucks once. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Multiples. And they have those iTunes like partnerships and stuff. Yeah. So here's what's interesting. Oh, now they'll give you a 
a, whole... a video game. We'll give you an app. Yeah. Like, oh, this app, app is free this month at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Seattle, though, they have what they call a local washed stores. What I mean, quote, local washed, where they have these experimental Starbucks locations, but they call them stealth Starbucks. <gasps> they're coffee houses. They're owned by Starbucks, uh-huh. but their branding is very minimal. Uh-huh. And they do things like they host poetry jams or something mm-hmm. like more coffee culture uh, coffee house culture stuff. Mm. It's owned by Starbucks, but they're kind of like it's called bar stucks. You know, <laughs> that's 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 where they try out things, yeah. um, and they call it local wash huh. to wow. try to make it look more like it's yeah. part of yeah. the neighborhood mm-hmm. than like it, uh, a mega, oh, mega chain. Right. I mean, without putting the company down, they're probably somewhat a victim of their own success yes. too. Like yes. that, they need to sort of have this stealth roots, you know, appeal. Mm. It's it's fingers of Starbucks. Just it's in so many pies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know, K cups, yeah. licensing. Right, right. Now right. there's a whole collectible culture with their the city cu- coffee mugs that, yeah. like, I know people are shipping. You know, or or oh. buying them from one. Like, My dad collects their little cards, the little preacher that you can load up with the money. Because and there's a whole, and I have learned through my dad, there's yeah. a whole subculture of the Starbucks card oh. collectors. Oh, of course, yeah. there is. of course, a big, because of course a there is. Yes. Yeah, Starbucks yeah. app. I mean, especially like you know, being Disney fans, the Disney Starbucks collaboration, and also the mugs. They have oh. Disney Parks specific that you can only buy in the parks from the in the park <laughs> Starbucks. Uh huh. I know people who would fill up their suitcases and then like, wow. and wow. then they'll, they'll send it to people or whatever. It's and my last note about uh, Starbucks is there is a culture of people who get their joy from creating new menu items or what they call secret menu oh, from sure. what is available uh, on the yeah. Starbucks right. menu. Like you'll, put, like you'll yeah. get a, a, a you know a vanilla frappuccino and then you'll put the turkey sandwich in. <laughs> So you call it the, the, the turkachino. <laughs> <laughs> and some of these recipes are that is copyrighted by me. Okay. Turkachino yeah. is yeah. yours. You'll get all the proceeds <laughs> from that. <laughs> People have have learned to hack. They Ugh. say that baristas also do this too. Like they come up with new. Flavors. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, you know, I, I like, hate this whole movement. Really? I, I so, hate this entire movement. Oh, the secret of, menu of movement. Of the oh, did you know if you ask for this, they'll make it for you. And, yeah, oh, I hate well, it. Yeah, I hate they it. Because it's always somebody who's gonna... in front of me in line. <laughs> given the the barista, this oh no, it's two pumps of this and it's this, and they get mad if they don't know the special code name. Right. And I'm like, right, come right. on, just order off the menu, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, well, no, if they, and if they put that on the menu, they'd never order it again because they got to get right. their secret. Yeah, right. you're right. There are people who take it to a little bit of an extreme. Yeah. Sorry, you touched a nerve there with me. Wow. Like, Colin, not in the you can make you, you can go make to in and out Burger? From teas to frappuccinos to yeah. hot drinks, you can make, like, the, so there's a Starbucks secret menu dot net. And it's <laughs> like almond joy frappuccino where you have to ask for the almond milk instead of the water. <laughs> Lucky Charms frappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> there, one, then, one pump of leprechaun. There's a so whole it, subset of cereal what's a inspired. Luck, what's a Lucky Charms? Okay. Yeah. And this is actually submitted by a barista. So, okay. so I'm sure these people are having fun. Like what else weird stuff? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so a cream based frappuccino add White mocha syrup, one pump for tall, one and a half pump for grande, two pumps for venti. Mm-hmm. Add marshmallow syrup, blend, and top with whipped cream. Oh, okay. So vanilla like- and marshmallow. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Why did you just ask for a frappuccino, <laughs> half it. vanilla, half marshmallow? <laughs> well, you gotta be a jerk snappy. about it. <laughs> like, yeah. I want my lucky charms. Captain Crunch, it says it really tastes like... Okay. It really cream. tears the roof of your mouth. So strawberry and cream frappuccino, add caramel syrup, add toffee syrup, add hazelnut syrup. Okay. Optional. Add Java chips if you want some crunch. I thought, I thought you were going to say uh, optional coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's just, yeah. Wait, only yeah, well, yeah. I think a yeah. strawberry cream frappuccino doesn't not, have any coffee yeah, in it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Um, I really need to pick me up and go in there and get your frappuccino yeah, yeah. and you come out. It's like, I still feel like garbage. Yeah. I think I just ingested 2,000 yeah. calories yeah. of sugar sure. and I'm not even awake. I feel real good for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So there you go. Some some quick uh, tidbits about about Starbucks. To not so just if you want to order off the secret menu, the lesson is you go up to the counter, then you look behind you to see if Colin is behind you, <laughs> and if he's not, you are free to Proceed. order off the secret yeah. menu. Or I would say, I mean, for reals though. Oh, 
low traffic day. Yeah. Tell yeah. them Carissa, hey, yeah. you know oh, what? Yeah, I yeah. want to try out something. I was wondering if you could help me. Right. And you give them maybe a written thing, like a one pump or one, you know, like, and then. Yeah. And, yeah. and thanks But for you're helping. right. Not if yeah. there's a huge line. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And maybe the person's and then say, like, hey, you know, this, is, this seems kind of fun. Like, yeah. maybe they'll work with you. I don't know. Yeah. Just always be courteous. Yeah. 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 Just. At work, uh, the the company that like supplies our coffee started bringing in because it's it's so hot. They also started bringing in iced coffee. Iced coffee concentrate. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You cannot yeah. drink that by itself. No, no you no, cannot. No. And the I thing tried. is, though, but there's no instructions on the box to tell me what to do. So I'm like, okay, I'll <laughs> I don't know, half coffee, half water, or something. I drink this thing, and the rest of the day, I'm just like, it's like it's like one third. Yeah, one to two. It might even be four to one. Yeah, it's four to one. It what definitely wasn't one to one. That I put it there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we have one last segment. Dana, the Coke or Pepsi challenge? Is that challenge? The Coke there or is Pepsi. something called this. Yeah, yeah. Pepsi challenge. Is it, yeah. yeah. So there's no Coke okay. challenge. This How about is yeah. The Coke or Pepsi. Contest? <laughs> is that a okay? quiz? Right. Oh, it has like, to be a question. That was a, yeah. a Pepsi thing. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. That was a, that was a, that's a number, no, because, that's a number two move. That is. That is yeah. Uh, you don't need to do that if you're number one. Yeah. yeah. Do you think we're better than the best soda? Like, it's like, oh, no, it's really like, oh, what do you like better? Well, Coke. I like Coke better. Coke is the one that tastes better. Oh, okay. Well, here, tell me which one is Coke. And they'll be like, oh, this this is the this is a good one right here. This is the best one. And they're, they're like, like the reveal. It's right, like, ah, right, you right. took a Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, that chicken what? sandwich was McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and then what? Okay. Then they all just laugh at them, I think. Yeah. And they go home they're like, oh, I love Pepsi. They're like, you took Pepsi. Focus. All right. So unlike the taste test, yeah. I will... Um, I'll say a celebrity's name, and you tell me whether or not they endorse Coke or Pepsi. Okay. And so I, I checked at the- any time in history or currently. Has or- there been celebrities who endorse both? Oh. I looked. I couldn't find any. Like did. at different times. Of the I bet there haven't. I bet. I, 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 uh... I was trying to find some. I couldn't. <laughs> I find bet any their lawyers really locked that down. <laughs> they lock it down. All right. So we'll we'll do a we'll do this kind of differently. We'll go around and you'll each get a turn with a different celebrity. Oh, um, all right. Spotlight on the spot. Yeah, spotlight. Okay. And we can you can say if the other person is wrong though. Oh yeah. I'll, okay. Well, it's or, 50-50. It's going to be the other yeah, one. Yeah, so that's why it's no, like No, no, we hmm. can guess. We can place bets. We'll get our okay. dollars. <laughs> yeah, you guys can heckle each other yeah, and yeah, add yeah, more yeah. pressure. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll start we'll start with uh we'll start with Mm, Karen, we'll start with Karen. Done, 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 done. Beyonce Knowles, Pepsi. You guys believe her? I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. She's right. She's right. Chris Taylor Swift, Coke. You guys, yes. Oh yeah, I believe it's Coke. It is Coke. Living it in the South, Coke. Diet yeah. Coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> specifically. Colin, Magic Johnson. Oh, I think Magic was Pepsi. What do you guys think? Uh, yes, yes. Coke. Oh. oh. Karen. Back to the wrong horse. Uh, <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Uh, <laughs> Coke. Pepsi. I want to say, say Coke because, yeah. Oh, I think it's Pepsi. I'm not I think it's Pepsi, too. It is Pepsi. Ah. Uh, Chris? Yes? Uh, Danica Patrick. Who's Whoa. that? The race car driver. Who is that? Uh, Coke. NASCAR, the South, Coke. What do you guys think? I actually don't know. Um, yeah, sure, why not? I say Pepsi. Coke. Oh, Coke. you are South. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can. How yeah. about uh, Colin? How about uh, Ryan Seacrest? Oh, okay. Well, I know that Coke sponsored the show, but then he. Yeah, I'll say Coke. Yes. Because I know they were like an American uh, Idol. They were American, American, American Idol sponsor. Yeah. yeah, American Idol was Coke. Yeah, it's Coke. Okay. Good reasoning. Justin Timberlake, Karen. Gotta be Coke. No, it's Pepsi. Oh, really? What? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I thought he like sang a song for it too. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it's Pepsi. Okay. Wow, wow. <laughs> Pepsi has all the pop stars, <laughs> except for Taylor Swift. Chris, David Beckham. They have Pepsi in the UK. I'll go with. I'll <laughs> well, go he with... lives here now. <laughs> Whatever. I'll go with uh, Coke. I'll say Coke as well. Global global superstar. Yeah. Uh, too expensive for Pepsi. Pepsi. Really? Ah, Pepsi. Wow. Not too expensive for Pepsi. <laughs> we should get him to come on the show, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Colin, Kanye West. Oh, Kanye. K- 
Kanye. I'll say Coca-Cola. No opinion? What do you guys think? Yeah, I'll say Coca-Cola. Pepsi. Pepsi. Mm. Now, is is the answer to any of these going to be RC Cola? (laughs) There are no tricks. I thought about it. I was going to do Coke, Pepsi, or milk, Mm -hmm. but everyone. (laughs) Everyone's on milk. Too much overlap. All right, last one. Karen, Maroon 5. Oh. Well, I would say Uh. Adam Levine is Starbucks, because Starbucks Mm -hmm. sponsors uh, The Voice. (laughs) Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Man, I I almost want to say Pepsi because I feel like everything is Pepsi. I can't. <laughs> Pepsi. It is Coke. Ah! Oh. So the rule of thumb, like mostly, is that Coca-Cola does athletes and Pepsi does entertainers. Huh. But I pulled the ones where it was like a little ah, bit fuzzy. Sure. Mostly. Interesting. But yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking about like celebrity, like other than Taylor Swift, I can't name a person who, like, uh, a pop star who does oh, Coke commercials. I see. Oh, I see. Hmm. No, sure. no, yeah, because no. Michael like, Jackson did. Yeah. Pepsi. Pepsi yeah. yeah. Ray Nicki Charles Ma- did Diet Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, Nicki, yeah, Minaj, yeah. Nicki Minaj okay. is Pepsi. Yeah. Britney Spears was Pepsi. Uh, okay. Um, Pink was Pepsi. They do, like, yeah, like mm. pop stars. I can't think of, yeah, it's so weird. Oh. I think of Coke ads, and they're all very, not that celebrity heavy, except for Taylor Swift. I mean, because they have, like, the, the 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 world kind of yeah you know peace and and love kind of I, I do associate Pepsi ads in general more with the celebrity endorsement it just broadly mm-hmm. Coke does yeah huh. many many athletes hmm. it's mostly athletes yeah, yeah. like well I mean the I classic do. right the the mean Joe Green oh yeah. Right? yeah. Going, I didn't know oh, dating, dating yeah. myself there. <laughs> Is that bit. the one with the little kid? Yeah, and the towel and yeah. I only know it from the Futurama parody. Yes, yes. Cool. Good job, you guys. All right. Wow, okay. Was, all right. Oh, man. We're melting here. Uh, <laughs> time to end the show. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you learned a lot of stuff about Honey Guides, mm. the <laughs> newly crowned a-hole bird yeah. of the forever. Science liquids, drinkable liquids, fictional liquids. You can find our show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on Spotify, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. Don't forget, Good Job Live, October 3rd. You can get your tickets, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.